This is Sarkarigans. I think you're a single dad, aren't you? I am. Kind of. Like, yeah. you're a single dad to, like, some kids. And some you share, maybe. Yeah. I don't well, know. You know, even for my, like, even for my son that, you know, predominantly lives with me, but obviously he goes back and forth between um, mm-hmm. his mom's house and my house. Like, I have a, trust me, there's a lot of fighting I did in court to get custody and do the things that I I'm doing with him now is mm-hmm. I have a newfound respect for being a single parent and for single moms out there because there's times I literally would get off work, rush to pick mm-hmm. him up, take him right to baseball. Baseball is till nine thirty at night. Come home, start cooking, do the do the laundry with his uniform, do dishes, do everything, make sure he got showered, and then boom, I'm in bed by like twelve. Get up, do it all over again. So single moms out there, like. I don't know how you guys do it because it's hard for me. Um, so a lot of respect to the single moms and single parents out there in general. Yeah, that is not fun. Like, it's just not fun. I wouldn't be a good one. I mean, I knew that before, like, watching, like, every week now those two days. But, like, I, I now I really know, like, ooh, it's because it's not going to be fair to the kids. And it's just too much. So, yeah, shout out to people like you. But I'm glad I can spend my time with them. It lets me know, like, this parenting thing, like, what do I really need to be prepared for? <laughs> And how much patience do I need? But it's nice because they just, you just get a fresh oat. Welcome to this week's episode of The Better Life, hosted by Megan Better, brought to you by Sarkaring Its Media Group. Let's get into it. But what are you grateful for this week? What am I grateful for? I'm grateful that. I get to start vacation this week and I get to see uh, my my man's son playing some national tournaments this week. So even though I get a lot of people that say, hey, that's not a vacation, it might not be a vacation to them, but it is to me because that's the kind of stuff I look forward to right now. Oh, big poppies in the nationals. That's right. He's in two oh. national tournaments. Shout out to Big Poppy. Oh, that's so good. Oh, congratulations. Thanks. That's nice. And that is like, I don't care if I got to run around, if I want to run around. If I don't have to go to work, that is big. That's the point. I don't have to go to work. Right. I can that's my thing. As long as I got to do work, I don't care if I got to drive eight hours to go to this tournament. Like, I'm driving and it's better than work. And, that's and, you, all can, and you don't need to worry about going to bed when you get home or like, oh, I got to go to work tomorrow. Don't right. Matter. Exactly. Oh, nice. That's good. Um, I think I don't. I think I am grateful for things this week. I'm trying to think of like if I want to pick a specific thing. I'll probably spend more time with my nephews. I watch them on Thursdays and Fridays for my brother. Um, I it's made me realize like one, I admire single parents. The Earth goes through an ice age like every thirteen thousand years. It goes. It has to melt out. He's like so. It's, he's like I don't know that it's really global warming or that's just the ice going through it, the world going through its cycle of like thawing and then like refreezing i was like oh that's a good point so i was like maybe it's not really global warming because it's not warming everywhere like it should be it should be hotter here it's not it's still freezing cold every winter it's like negative 40 sometimes so maybe that's just the the ice from your heart just melting oh maybe 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 i'm finally yeah yeah. i just said in the group i was like men are people not things so i am growing yeah see look at you doing big things I mean, well, I'm not getting married now. Calm down. No, not big things. Just yeah, like, nobody wants to do that. Nobody said go to the extreme and jump off a cliff into like yeah, like I'm hot like lava. I'm really like putting like a toe and then like my ankle and like I'm at my knees right now. That's okay. It's good for now. Yeah, I would recommend it's not good. ever getting married for anybody, but you know, to each, <laughs> to each their own. Aren't you married now? Fuck no. I, I just got my shit's got finalized. I got divorced back and finalized in December. I thought you were divorced and remarried. No, hell no. Oh, I don't know why I thought that. No, I, I just... Uh, you just keep a lot of women around you. Maybe that's... No, it. I just don't know if I'll ever get married again after the first experience. Yeah, I mean, don't let that ruin it for you, like, forever for the next person. But, like, I could understand that. Because, like, I'll be looking at people now. Even relationships, I'm just like, why would you... Why are you with them? Why would you... Like, you don't have to stay there. Yeah, and, you know, it... Trust me, the relationship taught me a lot. I, I grew a lot from it. You know, I got a lot of positives out of it. But just going through the bad parts of it, like the divorce piece of it, that's what will make you not want to get married again 
you know, because yeah, I think if, people because people show their ass and you didn't yeah. know that yep. that they were going to be like that, which is and then so would you recommend prenup? Yeah, you know, yeah, you have to do something like that because the problem is you spend a lot of time and you know devote a lot of intimate details and secrets to this person, and then once shit goes bad all those things that you confided in them now all comes to light and they try to use that against you to hurt you. And it, you know, it's definitely something that, you know, is just a shitty situation. Yeah. All I'm hearing is like somebody would die. That's how I feel. And I know that's not appropriate, but I'm always like certain things in me, like go to like, you're going to die because that's not, a, that's not, a, it's not going right. to fly here, which is not a, like I said, it's not appropriate, but like, why, like, what was the point of doing that? Cause it just makes you skeptical of people. And like, I don't even know who that person was, but now I'm just like, you know, I don't want to go through that personally. And I was like, if they could do that, they could do it. I don't know. Maybe that's not good thinking. Right. But, and then, you know, it, it does the same thing for lawyers because lawyers are mm-hmm. shitty. They're the ones who take all this stuff. And they're like, oh, let me use all this as ammo. Like, and they turn yeah. that person, you know, so I don't have any respect for lawyers whatsoever because they are like the scum of the earth. Yeah, because I feel like you might, some people might go and be like, I just want this. And the lawyer's like, but you could get this and try this. And they're like, I mean, I guess. And then like, now they're sucked into that. And it's like, yep. you're not even this kind of person. Why? Like, and now here they are showing their ass, them and the lawyer. And but that's, I mean, a, that's exactly good. what happened too. Exactly wow. what happened. See, that's like she was for the streets. Then, like, I mean, I don't know. You like, oh no, you have kids with them. I'm sorry. So, like, she's not for the streets. But like that, I just know people like that. Like, how could you be so easily swayed? Like, do better. Yeah. Well, you know, and the good thing is, like, we're so much better friends now that it's over with than we were before. Um, and you know, we, you know, obviously, you know, my son right now is the number one priority for both of us, and we actually work Mm -hmm. better together with each other now. But you know, like she said, she was just so caught up in the emotion and the lawyer's telling her all these ways that she can get back at me. And, you know, mm-hmm. she's, she just jumped on every little thing that she could try to jump on, you know. Aww. So That's emotions is a I try to always tell people don't make long-term decisions on mm-hmm. short-term emotions. Yes, yes, best friend. See, this, yes, this is why you're here. This is why you're here. But it's true. I mean, things, I don't know. It's a lot. And you have kids in the mix, too, which is hard. And they're, like, older kids, I think. I don't know. I'm not going to tell all your business. I don't know how many kids you actually have either. I just found out you had a daughter, like, three weeks ago. Shout out to her and her new husband. Right. But I was, yeah, like, you had, I feel like, I don't know if it's better your kids are, like, older or younger. I don't know. My parents separated. Much better parents and, like, people separated than, like, living together parenting. I was like, y'all, this is ghetto. Like, no one asked for this. Give it up and let it go. And people, like, really hold on to that. I know people now I watch like was like people that are close to me, like not so close to me. And I'm just like, bro, do not stay for them kids. Like I tell your kids will be much better off with y'all not together. It's like, no, your kids really don't need that. Like they'll be just fine if you just let it go. It's worse to stay and it be really messy and like tumultuous and inconsistent. Then y'all be apart, better people, happier and just raising them together. Like what you said. And as the kid of that, much better. I'll say this is much better. And I agree. Like watching my son go through the divorce, it was, I could definitely tell it was basically tearing him apart. Like he was having to felt like he had to pick sides and, you know, it looked like he was getting depressed and, you know, he, he didn't want to say certain things to me. He didn't want to say certain things to her because he didn't want to be in it. And I was Mm -hmm. like, look, we just got to stop this. Like for him, like, I don't care. Like if I, you know, I told my lawyer, I was like, look, I don't care if I have to sleep in my car for the rest of my life. Like, I just need this to end. We got to figure out what we got to do because I can't put him through this anymore. Mm-hmm. Parenting. Parenting 101 people. Kids yep. are their priority. Always. And if you keep them as the priority, everything else works out. I feel like it's simple. Yeah. Don't be greedy and selfish and try to hold on to some bootleg piece of ass that you're getting from the mom just because you think you're making the excuse, I want to do it for the kids. Nope. You're just doing it because your greedy ass still horny. There's really no excuse. Like, you have to fight to see your kid. Like, I don't care that you don't want to go to court. Like, and most people see you're going to put me on child support. I'm like, not necessarily. Like, that doesn't always happen. But even if you do, who cares? Like, that's your kid, you know? Oh, my gosh. Yes. I stopped talking to a guy eventually because he didn't want to give the Bay Moms more more child support. She asked for it. And he was, like, hiding money from her intentionally and not letting using cash and getting paid in checks. So she couldn't, like, her lawyer couldn't see what was going into his account. 
to not give her more. And I was like, but it goes to the kids. He's like, no, she could just do better like I did. I said, no, she has primary custody. I said, you have every, a couple weekends. I said, that's, there's a big difference. And like her doing better and getting a better job or going back to school is way different from you doing it. You didn't take care of the kids like that. But he just feels like she needs to do better and he's not giving her more money. And I was like, but it goes to the kids. He's like, no, I'm not doing it. He wouldn't even buy the kids the things either. And I was like, you're... That's, that's just petty. I was just like, yeah, and I was just like, your kids suffer. Like, it's not even her. Like, I promise you, she doesn't want to have to ask you for money or things. No, as a woman, we don't. It's just not what we want to do. But we have to for the kids, and we suck it up for them. But I'm like, your kids suffer. Like people, And I was like, I don't know how far gone you have to be mentally not realize, like, oh, yeah, it's about the kids. Like, Yeah, like, I'll tell you right now. Like, I, and this, everybody, Pablo would tell you this, anybody. I, it cost me $50,000 to fight for custody of my son and do everything I could to make sure that he was going to have a better life. And if I had to do it all over again, I'd do it all over again because at the end of the day, his mental health and everything Mm -hmm. was just top priority for me. So, you know, that's why I told my lawyer, like I'll spend every penny, live in my car, do what I got to do. We need to get, get done what we need to do. And, you know, eventually like everything basically worked out in my favor, everything that I could possibly want or think of all worked out in my favor. So, And he, cause he's with you what, most of the time. Like, he's, like, like he sees like maybe his mom every couple weekends or on the weekends. Yeah, maybe. like 90, 90 some percent of the time he's with me, um, and not because you know I won't let her see it, be, but it's just you know she's well, just, his schedule's crazy. Yeah, not even that. Like I, I even told her I'm okay with whatever, like whatever he wants to do. If he wants to come over tonight, tomorrow, next weekend, whenever, like whenever he says, hey, I want to go to mom's house. Cool, come get him. Like I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. um because like i'm not trying to be that selfish parent like some some moms get like i don't want mm. my you know whatever but nope like you know whenever she has time and she's free like i feel like she's still trying to sow some wild oats that she might have so great we're going to do that i'll make sure he's taken care of and gets where he needs to be at yeah Oh, good. This is a great. If you ever were looking to date, this is a great. Like this whole episode is gonna be a great advertising for you. Women love a good dad, like more than like a handsome, more than a single man. I don't say handsome because dads and handsome single, but like women love a dad more than like a single man. A dad, especially a dad with custody. That's like, yeah, I don't know what it is, but yeah, and I, you know, uh, I get a lot of DMs. You know, people's like, oh, let's hang out. Yeah, your let's DMs are wild. Yeah, I, I do get wild ones, but they're always like. <laughs> And I'm like, sorry, you know, I got my son. We got whatever. Yeah, just leave your son home. He'll understand. Like, no, oh, my son, whoa. my son is my priority. Like, <laughs> why would I want to ditch my son to come hang out at the bar with you for one night? Which, yeah, I could probably get laid and have fun, whatever. But my son right now is at the age where, like, he needs his dad around. Like, he needs a good role mm-hmm. model. He needs somebody. You know, what's that look like if I roll out every night on my son and he sees that? And I'm no better yeah. than his mother. All the stuff that I fought against yeah exactly yeah. and then like what kind of person or woman is that like now i know like that's just how you feel about either my kids for one but then like potentially your kids like i'll just leave them like no yeah right and that's you know i've i stopped like i start ignoring a lot of dms when there's like oh you can just you know leave your son one night's not going to hurt you need your own time like no like once my priority's done with my son and he gets into college and starts everything he needs to do in life then I'll worry about my time. But right now, like my priority is to make sure he stays on the right track and gets where he needs to be in life. Yes. Yes. I love it. This is, that's so nice to hear. Now I'm not gonna ask you about all your kids. Cause I don't know about all your kids. And I don't think, I think publicly people know you have two children now, maybe. And that's per- mostly because of Pablo, not so much because of you, but you have is now is big poppy younger or older than your married child. Uh, he's younger. So he just turned 14 and my daughter he's just he's 14 yeah he looks like a grown man growth sport in him yeah he's got like full chest hair back hair he's got everything like but he just turned 14 and then my daughter is 23 okay 23 just got married so y'all look so nice and so handsome thanks you know i try to you know i try not to bring a lot of you know, personal aspects when it comes to them into the, you know, the pod life, because, you know, people tend to use things against you like Pablo, you know, he's been around forever. Um, So I'll I'll give snips and bits and things like that. But, you know, I try not to divulge too much of their lives 
you know, my life, like I'm an open book. Like I'll tell you everything because I feel like I've lived through a lot of things to where like people might be able to take something I say and say, Hey, you know, this either motivated me or this taught me, or, you know, I can use this to help me, whatever the case might be. Like if that does that for you, great. Like my suffering and the things that I went through in life, mm-hmm. I'll tell my story all day long because hopefully, you know, somebody listens and says, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, that makes perfect sense. That helped me out because, you know, like, even if we take Poochie, for example, mm-hmm. um, I was, you know, I never met him and he, he was writing in and, you know, and I flat out was like, look, your girl's a whore. That's what I, <laughs> that's what I flat out said. <laughs> I was like, she's a whore. She's playing you, you know, she's doing all these things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he never met me. Like, he was like, Hey, he wrote in, I want to fight this guy. Like, fuck this guy. But then mm-hmm. after he went through his whole thing with her and then he mm-hmm. saw what was going on, he actually, I had a conversation where he thanked me. He was like, because you gave me that open, honest, you know, slap to the face where everybody else is just trying to feed me BS. Like, oh, it's going to be okay. You know, whatever. Life's great. But sometimes you don't need that. You need somebody who's been through it to kind of give you the. And real- you know what it looks like. I think people forget that. Like sometimes the other the person on the outside knows what it knows what it looks like, what's happening. Right. Because not everybody from the outside even knows what like things look like happening. But you know, oh, I I know what that looks like. I'm like people need that, and like he's better for it now. Yeah, look at he's going oh sad with a kid with that woman or like married. Right. Or you know, like what if he would have been married and you know, and then he found out all this was going on, whatever was going on. And then, you know, how's that affect his mental state at that point? It's probably even worse. Like, you mm-hmm. know, people get not saying he would, but people get suicidal and hurt themselves and do things over that. So, you know, things yeah. I'm a firm believer that things happen when they're they're supposed to people come in your life when they're supposed to. Like, I feel like I came in his life when I was supposed to and kind of gave him some, you know, tough love and, you know, feedback where. You know, Pablo was like, hey, slow down. You know, whoa, whoa, you can't. Nope. He's, he's just yeah, out of know. I think everybody else on this show is just like, don't say that. Like, we don't know. And right. I'm like, no, I'm very much on the same lines. I'm just like, no, that's fucked up. We're not. Don't do that. That's bad. And that cut it off. Did it. Be like, you don't know yet. I, it, it looks like a duck and sounds like a duck. So right. it's a duck. And now look at him. He's, no. he's living his best life possible. He's out there being a bad, bougie bitch, whatever he wants to call himself. <laughs> yeah. A BBB. <laughs> whatever but like i'm super proud of him like he went from you know what could have been a downward spiral which you Mm -hmm. know he went a little bit into and then boom he's making moves doing things like he's you know awesome like he's rocking out a best friend is a role model y'all that's all i'm hearing um is that that's what you are whether you call yourself that or not maybe influencer is better role models have like standards and guidelines they need to go by influencers better you have more freedom in that but that's i think and it takes like sometimes you have to like not everybody's out to get you and i think it's not like a lot of people at least like my generation and younger are always thinking they're like oh there's just out to get me i'm not gonna listen to them it's like no sometimes people are trying to help you and you just need to like take heed to that and really just sit back and relax like everybody can't be out to get you right i would say like, if it's if it's everybody then it's probably you because it, it cannot be everybody yeah. And I, you know, I used to live, I probably, I still do. I live my life with the motto, expect the worst and hope for the best. If the worst yeah. comes, okay. I expected it. If not, okay. Well, that's a plus for me then, but yes. yeah, it's because I've just been through so much bullshit. You know, you kind of start living with that wall up, you know, that protection thing. Mm-hmm. When is your birthday? I'm not going to ask you your sign of the time you were born. March. I'm a Pisces. Oh, yeah. oh I do know. I didn't know. I knew one of one of you what does that sounds like so pisces? bad oh. no i didn't know i knew a pisces not white men i know white men Sorry. oh you know I white men in my family um yeah but i don't um yeah i didn't know i know a pisces do you know white, a white man pisces uh probably not you do now there you go see well yeah look you can be the one you can be i'm, the I'm first. your first let's not say it like that Maybe that's, <laughs> that someone's gonna take that sound bite. I'm it's gonna be a mess. I'm like the they're trying to like make me the scarlet letter holder of Sir Kerrigan. So that's how I feel. The public just doesn't want me to win. Oh, I'll but give them all the sound bites they need. It's fine. It's fine. I was like, y'all are just mad because you're not me. It's okay. It's all right. Hey, hey, you know, real quick, and I know you know, hmm. we ju- I just sat here and praised Uncle Poochie and his, you know, Harry Coochie, whatever, but. <laughs> 
you're doing super great with this stuff too. Like you like really making moves. You're posting your videos. You're, you know, doing the podcast. You got people coming on, like you're doing great. So I'm trying. Thank you. That's, that means a lot. You're doing awesome. And you know, again, all it takes is, you know, to try, like if you don't try, you can't succeed. Exactly. That's how I feel like you try. You just got to try something. I am, but I'm trying to like keep things out there. I mean, I'm really trying to get like you and Papa because you guys have been on here for forever. Like y'all got the, the both accounts built up or whatever. Like y'all just be on here like saying wild shit. I might add like it's wild to the point that like my mom won't like y'all's post. She'll just DM them to me and be like, this is crazy. And I'm like, <laughs> so just like it. She's like, no, I can't like it. That's I Nope. I can't like but it. But the she problem is I feel like I'm so lazy with it and I'm so non- technologically savvy no you're not good with the tech respect like you're not that but like you do well and you do what needs to be done right i can do enough to get me by and bullshit people to make make them think that hey this guy posts shit or whatever but i'm gonna be real when i come down there i told paul i was like you're gonna take me to the gym we're not gonna do like a like your regular arm day we'll do like an arm day i can manage but i was like we're gonna get we're gonna get a reel going for you or at least at least we'll make one we'll have a content for one but i was like yeah we're gonna go to the gym and work out i'll see what it is that these girls look at i'll go make fun of the girl who only does the stair climber and squats just like you do and we'll have a good time it's so funny because when i take my son he's like there's that same girl all she ever does is squats and leg presses i was like all she cares about is her butt i was like she don't care about any other thing in here besides guys just staring at her butt. You always get it's that so one sad. at the gym. Yes, I watched her just dripping sweat. Like I think she must have been on like the stair climber for minutes, doing all these plies and like ballerina shit. Like I was like, why don't you just walk the stairs like normal people do? She's pointing her toes, doing it sideways, twisted and turning. And like I was like, man, sometimes like you just I was sometimes just, like you should just get the surgery. Just go get the surgery. Just make sure your thighs match. But like just it's not everything's genetics, but like some things like that, like you're just not gonna get. Yeah, you're trying you way too hard for the attention. It. Yeah, like you're just doing too much. I don't even do squats, and that's because like my hips are tight and my knees really ain't for that. I can't really, I'm, I can't do a squat really to save my life, and I wouldn't want to because it's, it's just not that serious. There's so many other things you can do, but like, why don't you work on your arms? Like, I don't get why don't like work on your arms. You should do your back and your chest. Like, you need to do your whole body. Right, not just, a, you thing. know, how's it going to look when you got this huge ass and these flabby, like, tiny little arms? Right, but it'll, the ass will never be huge. I don't think they know that. Nope. Yet. Yeah, I they don't. I don't ever know that. Nope. All the time. Like, I get people all the time that, you know, I I used to train a friend's wife, and she was she, she was overweight, and her, her mindset going into the gym was, all I got to do is the treadmill and I'll lose all the weight and I'll be super ripped up and toned and I'll be I'm like that's not how it works. <laughs> no. No like ma'am. 100% I was like you need to do some type of resistance exercise. You need some type of weight, some type of this. I was like because when you lose that weight it's just going to be all flabby and it's hanging soft. I was like you're never going to be ripped up. You're never going to be tight. You're never going to be toned. You have to do resistance workout to get that and she's like I don't want to do any of that. Okay, well then you're not going to reach the goal that you want to get. Right. And right for me, it's not about being fat because like I feel like I could. Well, I'm not gonna say I never really get fat because I was like, I was bigger last year. I was at my heaviest I've been in life like last January, February, March, and I was like, oh no, I'll never be this heavy again because it was just uncomfortable. Like and I was like, I'm not ever gonna be uncomfortable in my body. Like I, I didn't like the feeling, but I don't ever want to be skinny. I was like as my skinniest like years ago and I looked sickly and I wasn't even like where I'm technically supposed to be by BMI and all that fool. So I was still 40 pounds overweight then or 20 overweight, but I was like, bro, I look sick. And I think I was at 140 and I was like, I don't even ever want to see that number again. I don't look well. I look like a bobblehead, like a brat's doll. It's just gross. <laughs> and I was like, so then I, this time around, I was just like, yeah, I don't want to be skinny. I just want to feel better. Like, I want to be able to move around. I want to be able to, like, run a long distance. I want to be stronger. Feel comfortable in your skin. Yeah. I want to know if I need to run from a dog or the police. I can do that. I want to know that if I need to, like, rescue a child from something, I got the adrenaline and the strength to, like, move, whatever. Like, I, but I don't need to, like, look like I'm you know I have all these abs that I don't do I don't really want abs I don't want to have abs or like these super like toned arms and like have the obliques and little usher v like I don't want all that that's for somebody else and I'm not eating kale either to get a flat stomach that's oat I'd get surgery before I ever did that because I don't have time I don't know how you like I don't know if you eat like that for the gym some people are in the gym eat a certain way I eat like kind like I eat pretty good 
but like I'm not meal prepping, eating, and then going to the gym. That's way too much for me. No, see, I uh, I eat like a fat ass, and I tell mm-hmm. myself and my son, like, if you're going to eat like me, then you got to be willing to put the work in to kind of maintain a decent body shape and weight mm-hmm. with what you're mm-hmm. doing. So. I know if I eat like a, a, a horse, then I got to go to the gym and put the work in and kind of work it off. So, you know, it's just one of those things. I like food and I like to, you know, plus when you, you know, you're balking, you're trying to burn off all that stuff anyway. So the more you work out and the more you balk and the more your metabolism goes up, like you can eat so much food and it just burns right off anyway. Mm-hmm. Is this true? Yes. Now, have you played sports? Did you play football? I played football and baseball. Oh, baseball! Um, I, I just assumed you did because your son plays it. But oh, football! What did you play in football? Um, so I was a, a receiver once. Or really? Yeah, I'm so, five eleven though, right? No way! I'm only five nine, which I is five eleven. No, I'm. Uh, yeah, I don't you know where. Um, yeah, so that's why it really didn't. You know, you got you're you're playing. You're five nine, playing against six foot, six foot one, six mm-hmm. foot two cornerbacks and things like that it's like you know you really don't have a chance to win that jump ball yeah but i mean you'd be good on defense though like a safety linebacker yeah Yeah, i used to play you know a lot of defense too um growing up and everything through school stuff like that but you know for me it was just i don't know i just we were poor so we really couldn't continue to play and keep things Mm -hmm. going as much as we wanted to because you know i started working when i was 13 or 12 actually so um it was one of those things where it's like priorities came along. Yes. I mean, luckily you didn't have to quit school like the old and olden days, but I, I too understand that life. It's not great, but you do what you have to do at the time. Figure it out for your family. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, we only played sports, I think, because like there were grants here for us to play sports. Like Otherwise, my parents would be like, yeah, you guys wouldn't have done like half of what you did because we couldn't afford it. And there was like grants to play the sports, grants to get like the equipment for the sports, like all of that. But without that, yeah, there was there was none of that. So, you know, and that sucks for things in the world right now, you know, because there's a lot of good, talented kids out there. And I tell Mm -hmm. my son this all the time. You know, he's very lucky and to have the ability to play in some of these tournaments because it costs a lot of money to play in these. And there's some kids out there that I'm sure in this country or the world that are way better than him that will never be given the opportunity because of the cost of these things. Yes, I hope he knows that. Not that you have to like drill into them, but it's it's true. Like being having an opera, like people having opportunities is a privilege. And I didn't realize that until I was probably like twenty twenty one, but it it is because there's I've done things as a kid, like through school and different programs that like adults like even now don't get to do. And it's like, yeah, if I didn't have if I wasn't in a position, like this, like I don't know what would have happened. But then I thought like how many other people do I know that could have benefited from this or even been better than I was or done more with it than I could have. And they'll just never, they'll just never be in a position to receive the opportunity. And it's, it sucks that the world's like that. Like everything is a money grab or a scam as I like to say as well. Cause it's like, bro, I think, I feel like things for kids should be free. People who have kids think should be more free or like discounted as well. Cause it doesn't make sense. It's just like, I think of like probably when you grew up and then even when I grew up and then now I'm just like, what do you expect them to do? What do you expect parents to do? Like, people cannot live in the world. Even a single person is hard. But I, yeah. I don't know. I agree with you. And that's why, you know, I'm willing to sacrifice my my life right now for his to make sure he gets everywhere he needs to be. And then I'll sit mm-hmm. back and relax and enjoy my life one day. Because you don't want to raise grandkids. I'll tell you that. Right. I have a grandkid right now. Oh, you're a poppy? I am. Big Poppy and Poppy. Oh, that's, I didn't know you were a granddad. Yeah, look at that. Breaking news. (laughs) You brand new? I know. It said breaking news. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. Oh, my God. You should put that in your bio. Dilf and Gilf. (laughs) What do they call you? Uh, She has, uh, she calls me Pop Mike. Pop Mike. Pop Mike. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, that's so sweet. There's so many layers to you. I feel there. like you need like your own like 2020 special. You know, that's like, why two I, hours. I try to keep it as, you know, mysterious as possible when it comes to me, you know, and then, you know, every once in a while, some little snippet will drop and they'll be like, what? Yeah, you're really like a nice man. I mean, I knew you were a nice man, but like you're very kind. There's a lot of layers to you. You're yeah, very you soft know. on the inside. I try not to let people know that. Like I, the other day. No, I, don't. You can't, but. I um there was a, a homeless man outside my job and 
you know, I was inside and I was like, Hey, I'm gonna go buy this guy lunch today. And one of the per the people was like, Oh, that's so I knew you were so nice. I'm like, don't tell people that that's not what happened. I'm, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, you didn't hear any of that. And they're like, why? And I'm like, cause I don't need people thinking I'm a nice person. Yeah. Then they, yeah, it's, it's very true. It's a fine line, you know, but that's why you gotta, you know, keep that protective shell. You let certain people in a smidge if you feel like maybe they deserve it. Otherwise, yes. Now, do you have friends at your job? Are you like one of people that go to work and you like are friends with your coworker or you're just friendly? Um, so I'm friendly with the people that I work that work for me. Um, and then there's like people that. in other areas of the company that I, I consider friends, but nobody that's my that directly interested. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's so smart. I said, because I said, like, oh, you should be nice to your cause. Like, no, I'm here to work. That is it. Yeah, I remember I had one of the upper management people say, you know, you got to stop being so much of a machine. You got to show empathy. You got to show, give them something like, you know, you care. And I was like, I don't. I was like, you pay me to do a job. I'm here to produce a number. That's what I'm doing. And they're like, yeah, you know, that's exactly right. But we just want you, you know, just be a little bit nicer doing it. I'm like, whatever. No, we work in the same industry for the most part, and you do the job that I refuse to do, which is working with people face, working with like the public face to face in that industry. I just will not because they're ridiculous, and I don't have time. That's probably why you're not. That's probably why you're in management and why you're not working as like a beginning role. But like, do you ever get into situations like what? Like what? I guess tell me like a work story, not like tell me about a time. Like, have you ever had to get somebody or they like grip them up and be like, don't fucking come back here? Yeah. So I, I have this one guy now who I think he probably needs to be on meds or he probably is and just mm-hmm. doesn't take them. But, you know, he keeps I, I actually just had to email our security team because I was like, I feel like the guy just keeps coming in and he's more and more aggressively trying to create an altercation with me. Uh-huh. And like the other day, he almost got me out of character. He comes in, sits down, puts his in a chair scoots it over to the wall and puts his feet up on the white wall and just leaning back and i'm like what are you doing i'm like take take your feet off the wall and he's like oh sorry i was just doing that for attention and then when i walk away he's like oh you think because you white you can talk to me any way you want and i'm like really i was like that's that's what we're doing right now but there's times where i'm just like i get a lot of the whole you know white shit a lot where i'm at and i'm just like if i if you ever saw me at the mall you wouldn't say this shit to me because i swear like it would be a whole different you look like the white people that be with the black people that's why i was like i don't know why they would say that right but because all they want to do is try to get under my skin and just you know pull the white card which that's why you know i am the white person that hangs out with the black people so that's why if i was ever at the mall you wouldn't say that shit because i'd Mm -hmm. put these hands on you um But yeah, it's like I get it all the time. They try to push the button and they try to pull the race card on me and call me. I've been called honky cracker. I've been all these names at work, you know, and I'm like, okay, great. Have a good day. Thanks for whatever. Oh, yeah, um, you're better than me. That's so hard. Yeah, it's definitely hard. But then, you know, again, he almost had me out of character. And the first thing that popped in my head is I probably make three times what this person makes. And I, I have a family to take care of. So I'm not going to let this guy win. So, okay, great. Have a good day. See, but I feel like that's not fair because there should be something put in place where like, you got either like a, a strike rule, two, three strikes or like one altercation and like you're gone. Like you can't be a client. That's it. Like too bad. You're banned from premises. Right. And like and that's that's when, like I brought that up to my senior management of my site and then like the global director. I was like, it's inappropriate and it's not fair. So people don't come to work to be abused or to be like fearful or to be taken advantage of by clientele. I said and they repercussions i said so like what i do over the phone and what they do in you guys need to put something in place and implement it quickly and they did they implemented what it's been seven months and we they just had training for it for like in face-to-face interactions with clients like that um but i was like you can't expect to come to work or just to feel like that's acceptable to deal with because it's not like and you can't like you said you can't go to care because then you're the bad guy which is ridiculous to me. Yep. But. And I have I have 14 people that work under me. So as soon as I see something like that start happening with them, I get up and interject myself right away because they don't get paid for that. They don't wake up every day. They shouldn't have mm-hmm. to come to work and deal with that stuff. Like I get paid to be the boss and to kind of put up with that. Yell at me, yell at me if you want, but you're not going to yell at my people. Like they don't deserve that. They're coming in here 
every day busting their butt to try to take care of all you people that yell at them like we're not doing yes. that here. Yes, exactly. Well, let me know if one of those four teams start to slip up because I could use a job down there and I have the marketable skills for what you're doing. Yeah, you always got a job with me. Whenever you want to come to America, come into America. That's your new. Oh you my know. gosh! Yes, I mean we'll talk about it in uh, Labor Day. You are you going to be around Labor Day? Yeah, I'll be around. Oh, are you going to barbecue? Am I or am I going to one? No, are you going to barbecue? Because like Pablo is going to barbecue Sunday, but then he told me you told me. I think you told me that you like do a good job barbecuing. I think he yeah, did too. I'm, absolutely. I'm and a beast. I was like, yeah. oh, I want to eat. And I was going to say eat your meat. Not that. I was like, oh. I would like to like taste the food. Like I was like, oh, you do a good job. Like, yeah, I would like some. Yeah, like if he's going barbecue, I'll smoke some stuff and bring over, you know, and have some smoked food. We got some barbecue food. Like, oh, do you have like, do you have like the egg? No, I don't have the egg. I have just a um, I for, uh, master built one. It's don't not... say just. It's still good. Yeah, it's still good. Like, but you know, I, a lot of people are talking about the egg, and you know, it just it never won. The price is like outrageous. Yeah, it's, too, it's like, yeah, it's a lot. But, you know, yeah, my master belt works great. I have two of them, actually. I have a digital and an analog one. Um, Ooh. And it's just, I, lo- I love smoking. Like, I do whole chickens. I, I did actual, like, a big ham, like the Thanksgiving, Christmas mm, ham. ham. Ooh, I did one of those. It was amazing. You know, if you want, if you like baked potatoes, you smoke a potato. Like, the, it just. The, well, I've never the, had a smoked potato. Yeah, the skin absorbs all that flavor. So when you bite into it, like the skin, like. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to say no. He's not going to say no. Like, I, he knows. Like, when I come, I just roll, you know. There's one time. His family. Like, yeah, we roll his family. So I, it was me, uh, my both my sons and my dad rolled over there for a housewarming party. Oh, you know? your dad. My dad's drinking with his mom. Like, it was, you know, yeah, like, he knows when I roll, I bring him family because they're family and, you know, it's whatever. Oh, my God. What is your dad like? Is he like you? Just older? Yeah, he's a, well, yeah, yeah, he's, I guess so he's, he's all right. Is he fun? He's not. Well, he's your dad. So you can be like, oh, he's not. Like, no, nah, he's, he's cool. Like, expect, you know, he, he'll, he'll bullshit with the best of them. He'll say whatever <laughs> random shit. Like, you know, he don't he don't care. He'll just say whatever. But like, yeah, like as Pablo, we rolled over there one time. He's got pictures of us all like taking pictures together. It's one of those things where it's like my dad's 62. Really? Uh, how was he? 50, 60, 63, 63. But he'll come over there and he'll hang out with like all Pablo's younger cousins and Pablo, me and my friends. Like he don't care. Like he'll just roll with wherever we go. Oh, your family's so nice. They seem like nice people. Well, you're like a nice person. Like I said, I told you you're my fave. You still don't believe it, but I've told other people that on the network. I was like, no, best friend's my fave. I was like, I get best friend. Like what he says makes sense. Every week on talks on Toxicology Report, I'm just like, no, I agree with best friend. He's right. And yes, people like what? And I was like, no, he's right. There's no. I, I try. Like I try. I never want somebody to BS me, and that's why I never did it to like Poochie, whatever. Like if my girl's a whore, or if whatever, like tell me. Like if I'm doing something wrong, tell me. If I'm, you know messing up yeah don't be looking stupid like i want to know yeah i don't want people talking behind my back and be like like, yo he's idiot the moment i gotta know now because if not i'm gonna keep doing it you're gonna be mad and now here we are right and then i don't i don't want yeah i don't want to look stupid i don't want people gossiping about me i don't want you know i want to learn i want to fix my mistakes exactly all right now i'm gonna like i'm not gonna again it's not see i said it wasn't an interview but here we are so you're on so you initially started podcasting with the meaning of it all so is that something that you wanted to do where you kind of brought on board as like, oh, no, you no, you weren't on the board at the beginning. So I remember I was listening. You were a recurring guest that became permanent. So, like, was that your intention in the beginning or it's just how the cards fell? Nope. I, to fell. be honest with you, I hate potting. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, I don't. I hate potting. Like, when I got on there, here? <laughs> I think I, I came on, like, the 10th or 11th episode. Um mm-hmm. You know, because obviously me and him were best friends our majority of our life. So, you know, we would go bowling, we'd do this, and then he'd go back to the pod and talk about, like, hey, I was with best friend, you know, this weekend, whatever. And they're like, oh, won't you bring best friend on one time? And so I came on one time, and then people were like, hey, we love best friend. Bring him back on one time. And then it just basically turned into that. And then Aww. we're, like, 100-some episodes in now. And um, so then he, he wanted to do the tox report. And, mm-hmm. you know... And I'll be the and he'll tell you I'll be the first one to tell you, I hate potting. The only reason I do it is because you know he has a dream to build something, and mm-hmm. I'm just I'm his best friend, support system. You know, 
he'll tell you all the time. I'm like, man, I hate, I hate pot and I don't have time for it. But if this helps him and this helps his, you know, his mental state and gets him in a better place and helps him build a dream that he's trying to do, who am I to say no and Aww. deny him of that? So I sacrificed a lot of my time to kind of, you know, be on the shows and do all the things, you know, that he's trying to do. Um, but yeah, like for me, it's just like, I like getting on there. I like chopping it up with everybody, you know, and, um, you know, meeting new people. But at the end of the day, like, it's just, not, it's not my thing. Like, I just, I don't have a passion for it. I just do it for him. Mm-hmm. You like to be like, almost, it's kind of like being the unicorn in the threesome. You like to come in, have fun, do what you can do, but there's no attachments, no like standards. I don't got to like, it's not, it's on my time if I want to do it, but it's fun. It's not serious. I don't need to be a part of this. There's no like lasting nothing. I'm in and out. Right. And, you know, and mm-hmm. we had a conversation and I'm sure you guys, I don't know what your guys' personal conversation was about it, <laughs> but I know with the whole media group that, you know, so Kerrigan's and everything. And, you know, there's been talks about like, do people, are, are they 1099 employees? Are they employees or how's this work or how's oh, that yes, work? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he calls me up one day, we have a conversation. He's like, what do you want to be? I was like, I don't want to be shit. I was like, and he's like, what do you mean? I was like, I don't want you to be my boss. I don't want to be an employee. I don't want to get paid. I don't want to do anything. I I do this for fun to help him. Like, don't treat me like an employee. Don't treat me like I'm, you know, a paycheck. Like, I don't want anything from him in return. I just, you know, I just do this to help him. And one day when he says, you know what? I'm done with this dream. I'm over it. Cool. I'm over it too at that point then. But, you know, I don't need any money. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to get paid. I just do this to help him out. And, you know, because I get to talk shit to him and drive him crazy. Um, and that's how I get paid by driving him crazy. Oh, I love that. No, you guys really are good friends. I like really admire that. Y'all. I love like men friends who like are real friends. Like I say real friends and that sounds stupid, but like y'all are not fit into like the stereotypes what like men friends are like y'all talk about like real things. Y'all support each other through like real life things. And it, there's no real, like, it's, like y'all aren't scared to, like, say what's really going on. And I really admire that about John. He speaks, he always speaks highly of you, just so you know. <laughs> you know, and- Like, on this serious note, he does, like, he's like, no, that's my best friend, like, period. There's no, like, he's like, him and I, like, th- that, like, we got each other's backs, period, flat out, no matter what happens. And I was oh, like, yeah. I love that. And we, we bicker, you know, I get, I, I'm sure I get on his fucking nerves, like, hardcore. But, like, I, you know, I don't know if you have Facebook, but most people do. So, like, mm-hmm. on, on Facebook, like, I can tell you out of 365 days a year, probably half of those say, oh, you have a memory today with, you know, oh. Pablo. And it's, you know, something that we talked about eight years ago that one of us posted and tagged each other in. And I see, like, you know, out of a year, half of the year I get every day you have mm-hmm. a new memory post coming oh, up. And I'm so like, so sweet. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's right. Like. I just oh this was a good conversation. I would like we're gonna do a part two. You have to come back. Now I know as we talk about me and all you're on talk. Step up to the mic. Now we were told mid August, end of August. What would you say? Yes, no. Is that gonna happen? I would say probably yeah mid end of August. So you know step up to the mic. Like I I remember the day I created that like the Instagram piece for it. Like, I was trying to think mm-hmm. of ideas. It was probably I don't know. Uh, 2013, 2014, so probably eight years ago, whatever. Mm. And I I remember texting him. I'm like, yeah, I want to do something different. I want to do this, whatever. And, you know, that's how we started talking and got a name for it. And, you know, I just started, like, really giving people, like, you know, you, you know, it was all based off of, hey, you know, if you have a question about what your, why your man does something or what he does or whatever, you know, I'm, I'm gonna give you advice and information from my point of view of a male's point of view, you know, it's kind of like, Hey, step up to the mic, ask your question. And I'm gonna give you the answer, whether you like the answer or not, I'm going to give it to you. Um, so then he came up with the, Hey, let's do the pod on it, which, you know, at first I was like, okay, cool. But then I started thinking like second guessing myself, do I, do I need a co-host? Do I just do it by myself? Mm -hmm. Like, should I get a female and, you know, get two different perspectives on it you know because not just females are going to ask questions we might have a guy that wants to ask a question either from another guy's view or from a female view so then i'm like hey do i do i need a co-host do i need somebody else to do it with me so that's where a lot of this stuff 
um, has been held up at. And then, you know, again, like I hate potting, like, you know, I don't have time for it, but you know, he's working on some things where, you know, maybe um, Trish can, you know, I can meet up with Trish. Trish can do some of the technical things for me, get me all set up. And all I got to do is all he's got to do is hit play and record and then we can get them things rolling. So, yeah, I would say mid-August, late August, you know, we'll we'll be ready to rock and roll with our first episode and kind of see how that goes and, you know, maybe, you know, get, you know, get you on there, you know, some women's point of views, get some people to send some questions to where we can try to yeah. give them some bad advice. I'm going to be sending in some questions because I was like, ooh, will this be like a relationship show? And then so I was like, no, just general questions. But I feel like you'd be good as like a relationship, like advisor. Yeah. And that's how the whole premise started was for majority of relationships, because mm-hmm. I used to I used to have a lot of friends that would, you know, even I have a cousin who her and her friends would go to the bar and they would be drinking. And then she her friends would like, well, why does he do this? Why is my guy do that? And she's like, let me ask my cousin. He'll know. Yes. Like, which is what women should do. Ask a man. Right. So then I, it'd be one o'clock at night and my cousin oh, and her, her friends would start blowing up my phone like, hey, I got a question for you. Uh, OK. Um, and then I just started answering their questions and I'm like, man, you know, there's a lot of people out there that might have these questions that maybe need somebody to go to the ass that they don't have. So, or, you know, just want to be anonymous and ask and not have, you know, look, feel like they look dumb or whatever. So. This is true. Oh, I'm excited for that thing. So I was like, I wonder when it's coming. First, like, will it be comedy? Is it be like, will it be about music? And I was like, I don't think it'll be about sports, but I was like, maybe it's a relationship. So that's exciting. Yeah. I cannot wait to promote. Well, we can start promoting actually we're told as long as it's okay with you but i'm excited i'm looking forward to that i think that will be really good um i'm trying to think if there's like anything final like do you have an overall message you would like the people to know or my audience to know like anything specific um i'm trying to think i think I uh... most things i don't want to go too personal because I, I still don't know like too much about your personal life and i don't want to air things that like i don't really know either but like I'm amazed. I'm happy with the episode overall. Like, I really am. I'm trying to think of, like, are there any gems? Like, do you have, like, an overall message? Something you think that's important for other people to know? A final yeah. thought? Yeah, I think, you know, the number one thing is, and I try to live by this, and I might do it in a joking way, or I might drive Pablo crazy <laughs> or Triz or whoever. Um, but just stay true to yourself. Like, try to be honest with yourself and, you know, take care of yourself, you know, mentally by being true to yourself. You know, mm-hmm. we talked earlier saying, you know, like people make excuses like, oh, I, I want to stay for the kids. No, you're really just staying for yourself because you're greedy because you want that person. But there's mm-hmm. plenty of fish in the sea. Like, you know, make yourself happy. Stay true to yourself. Like always be honest to yourself. You know, don't try to lie to yourself and make up excuses or reasons why you did or didn't do something. Like just call yourself out on it and hold yourself accountable. And I think, you know, if you do that, you'll find that you'll put yourself in a better position because, you know, it's going to make you live your life a different way. Absolutely. agree. I think that's the, that's, I don't, I feel like that's really hard for people. It, I mean, it's hard for me even to this day sometimes to be like, yeah, you're fucking up, like get it together. Or like, why would you do that? That's not even what you want to do. Or like, you know, things like that. So I'll say, if you lie to yourself, you lie to me. That's yep. just how it goes. So wise words from best friend, um lastly what is your definition of the better life the better life like your better life or just a better life my better yes for me um my definition of a better life you know i guess it just ties into like again like you know family over everything you know my tattoo i don't know if you've ever seen it but um (laughs) a lot of my tattoo, you know, Pablo and I both have Ohana tattooed on us. You oh, know, that was, I didn't know you had the Ohana. It was, yeah, it was his idea. You know, mine started from a different, you know, a different kind of style from his. But he was like, hey, let's get matching tattoos. So I'm like, okay, great. You know, so I guess, you know, make family everything. You know, make your make your time that you have with your kids, your family a priority. Because we get so caught up in the world of saying, I got to make this dollar that you kind of miss out on living life. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I did that a lot, you know, growing up, I, I was 17 when I had my daughter. So I was, I tried to work and create a, you know, corporate life and uh, mm-hmm. a future and all that stuff. So I can raise my daughter. I wanted to be a company man and 
you know, all these things, but I wound up missing birthday parties and I missed mm-hmm. family time and I missed vacations because I was trying to create a life for them. But it was reality, something different and better from what you had. So like, I want to be able to give them. Right. I want to give them the things I didn't have. Mm -hmm. But then in reality, I was missing things that, you know, I didn't want to miss. So I, you know, it started sinking in. So there's literally times that I sit at my desk at work and I'll call myself out. I'm like, you're fucking up or you missed out on this or you fucked this up. Like, get it together. Like, I tell myself multiple times a week, like, get it together. Mm -hmm. And, And, you know, just, you know, live your life now because you only get one. What is your goal this week? So my goal this week is to not make Big Poppy feel like he's pressured to be the best at this tournament, you know, because I want him to have fun. I want him to enjoy it. I don't want him to think that if he makes a mistake or anything or doesn't do the best out of every kid there that I'm going to be disappointed at him. So, again, my life is just about being the best father I can be at this point. And supporting him and showing him that, you know, even Michael Jordan missed shots that he took, you know, and he still wound up being the the greatest of mm-hmm. all time. So it's okay if he doesn't get a hit every at bat or whatever the case might be, you know, as long as he gets up there and puts effort into it. That's all I care about. Oh, you took the words of I was just like, wow, I was like, you're really like a dad, like you're 100% 24-7 like dad. And I was like, that is so sweet. That's so important too, as like a boy dad, since that's a thing now, like. I mean, like, you don't need to be the, that guy at sports, too. Like, you can still have fun. Like, don't half-ass it, but it's, if you don't get what you want out of it, you don't get the medal or the title, like, you did your best, and that's okay. And you had a good time. Yep. I love that. Oh, I think my goal for this week, I have, I'm somehow I'm now recording three shows this week, so I'm just going to try to make sure I show up on time. That's really my goal this week, hey. is to show up to my recordings on time. Well, yeah, this is a great episode. Um, shout out to you being like one of the greatest dads in the world. For the greatest dad to your kids. Shout out to you being an example for them, for young men. Just globally, you can do it. Um, and just being a good parent. Like, it's about the kids. If y'all take nothing else from this other than like, you know, you need to like stay true to yourself and not lie to yourself. Also, you just like, you need to keep the kids at like the front of your mind. And if you do, like things will work out. And it's like, and keep breaking the mold of what a single parent looks like. I'm sick of people being like, oh, it's moms. Moms have it so hard. Like, yeah, mom, like, yeah, we women go through labor, sure, yeah. But, like, not all moms are great moms. And I can say that because I've seen it. And, like, the number they've done on, like, my nephews, I'm like, well, if I could do something to not go to jail, I would. But I can't. But I'm like, you know, people don't give dads enough credit. And I try myself to make sure I tell, like, men randomly, my brothers, like, you're doing a good job. It's appreciated. Because parents don't get that, let alone men. And you see a lot of flack. I know you see the memes, especially on Father's Day. Like, men just have to be the bare minimum when they're celebrating. I'm like, no, the men you know. I know right. good men. I know, but you're a good dad. And this has been an episode of Best Friend. Like, I like I like saying Best Friend they make. The Stallion does, but I'm not going to bother you with that tonight. <laughs> but, yeah, this has been the Bed Life of Best Friend. But thank you again so much. Sarah Kerrigan's production.